0: We heard from Matt Hoysted. They've got a good record in the Sunshine Coast Cup. They won it last year with the Magi. They did a good job with Shayu. They got her at the back end of her career after that Sunshine Coast Cup win. She ran well in the Stradbroke, and then she ran very well in the Tats Tiara at Group 1 level, Shayu. And they won it with Scalopini 2020 and 2022. And in the middle there was Emerald Kingdom three years ago. There's been some really solid winners of this race, even old steel zip for Pat Duff many years ago and Brad Stewart in this uh, Sunshine Coast Cup. But at this stage, the weather conditions are ideal. We know that cyclone looks like it's going to hopefully avoid the, or the rainfall on the back of it, avoid the southeast Queensland area. And that's pleasing for John Miller, the boss at the Sunshine Coast. How are you, John? Yeah, excellent, Steve. How are you? Good, thank you. Murray would have been clicking on it every 10 minutes, the radar, but you would have looked at it as well?
1: Yeah, it's been a, a funny couple of weeks, um, obviously knowing that the meeting was coming up on the, the Saturday meeting, one of our feature days, and with the weather we've had, it's uh, quite unbelievable. Even, uh, I think it was last week, Murray said, like the total rainfall we'd had last year was 930 odd millimetres, and in the 17, first 17 days of January, it was 440 we'd cop. so um, nearly half of last year's rainfall. In, in the first 17 days of the year so um yeah it's put us under the pump a little bit but uh fine weather this week um the track uh, looks fantastic and it looks like that you know there, there is still a chance of rain but nothing like what was being forecast earlier in the week
0: probably in the soft five range now is it
1: yeah it is um yeah it's sort of getting towards that that now that we've had a really um hot couple of days and uh, good drying days so um yeah we just don't really want to get much much rain on Saturday, but the forecast looks good for us, so fingers crossed.
0: A lot of people holidaying up there on the Sunshine Coast as well.
1: Yeah, there is. Um, yeah, the, the whole um, month of, of January is a really busy month uh, on the coast, and, and we see that with our uh, attendances. They... Um, they come along, we get uh, really good crowds, and, and hoping the same continues on Saturday.
0: Mm. John, you get three TAB Saturday meetings or Metro meetings a year. I just wanted to get your thoughts on the timing of the races. I mean, I know it's been experimented. You know, the later finishes and so on. Where do you think that sweet spot? I mean, are you you know around quarter past five for the last here? What, what's your your thoughts on that?
1: Yeah, we're um, we do it a little bit differently. Like so, our, our Caloundra Cup Day in, in winter, um, we we do make use of the lights um, just to run that last race, last couple of races under lights, just to maximise, I suppose, that wagering turnover um, uh, in, in that peak period. But I, I'm sort of the view of um, my personal view is I, I just don't like the race meeting starting too late because I I'm sort of a bit of a traditionalist. Like you want to get to the races around lunchtime and, and then you have something to eat and a drink and a punt. And, and, um, so it's not so much the, the finish time, it's more that, that start time that I'm always a bit wary of. And I, I think, um, you know, if, as long as you're starting by twelve thirty one 31 o'clock, I reckon that's about the, the spot to start.
0: Are we going to see some twilights at Sunshine Coast this year running alongside Hong Kong on a Sunday?
1: Yeah, we're going to trial. Um, there's a few Sundays coming up where we're just going to trial a, a later start where that'll be around... It'll be around 2 o'clock um, start and finish around sort of 6, 6.30. Um, so that's just really to get some data on the wagering side of things. I, I know Racing Queensland's really keen to do that. Um, as I've just said, my, my personal view in, in terms of trying to get people to the track, and, and that's uh, what we're about and looking after our members, it's, it's probably a bit late, but we're happy to do the trial um, just to get some, some data and if it, and see how it stacks up compared to you know, that normal one o'clock start on a Sunday.
0: Last time I was up there on the Sunshine Coast, we did our program from there, and Murray Weeding was good enough to take me around that new stable complex when I finished the show. They're quite magnificent, and are they full now, those new stables there at the Sunshine Coast, John?
1: Yeah, it is. We had a a really big year last year, finishing off those stables, so they're all, um, yeah, 100% occupied, and um, all our uh, work we've done on the, we put in a poly track a couple of years ago, and upgraded um uh, you know the plow track and some drainage on our beegrass grass and and things like that so it's all ticking over nicely now and, and we've jumped up we're nearly uh, 540 horses in work now um which is sort of we were sort of around the 400 mark there about uh, 12 18 months ago so um yeah really pleasing and and that's all design we as you know we we race so often so we, we wanted to have the facilities and the the on-course uh, stabling infrastructure in place so we could um, have the, the numbers there to support all the races that we have.
0: What I liked about the stables is they were actually designed with someone you know with the needs of what, what the trainers wanted. You know the power points in the right places where you tie the horses up to, just different fixtures in the in the stabling area. It's been it was very well thought thought out. You know it's like someone developing a radio station that's never been on the radio. You know it's, it's actually they're very very good in that regard.
1: Yeah, we with the original ones there was probably a, a few lessons learnt uh there and so when we were um building the, the new additional uh the four additional barns that were constructed last year, we, we did make sure we were continually talking to the trainers and, and getting their feedback on, you know, what they did like about the old ones, what they didn't like and and we've also gone back to the old stables and made some electrical upgrades and things because the old ones, for example, you couldn't change a light globe without having to empty you know, half a barn of, of horses uh, um, because of the positioning of the, where the light fittings were. So we've changed all that around and um, really upgraded the, the whole complex now, which is fantastic.
0: You don't miss all, John.
1: Uh, no, no. It's, uh, <laughs> I, I do love Aubrey, that's uh was home for a very long time and, and got lots of family and friends there. But, uh, no, love it up here on the sunny coast.
0: Yeah, I think the track was officially opened around the mid-80s, wasn't it? 85 or something like that on this Correct, day, yeah. was it?
1: Uh, it right, would they, have been the, similar. Yeah. yeah,
0: I think Tony Long announced officially announced the opening date would be the 25th of July. He announced it on the 25th of January. So Yeah, that's about right. Yeah, in 85. There you go. Look, it's a magnificent track. We all know that. Everyone loves betting on it as well. Good luck with your big meeting and hopefully some of those holidayers head over there and also people from Brisbane head up with this uh, fine weather at the moment. Let's hope it stays that way, John.
1: Thanks, Steve. Pleasure. Pleasure. John
0: Miller joining us, uh, heading into their big day up at the Sunshine Coast.